Hey, Terry. Hey, Alex. It's good to see your face. We're finally together. Face to face again. Woohoo. And you know what? We've been spending the past couple of days just chatting about all of the fun things that we've done. And we have been talking about all of the different trips we've been on. And that's kind of what today's show is about. Yeah, because what else could we do? But think about all our wonderful travel memories that we have. But let's talk about some travel memories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bob Shane Yaya Travel the World. We're looking forward to sharing some travel memories with you today. You know, as we think about travel memories and the ways that we reflect back on everything that we get to experience as travel junkies, it brings me back to that time when you walk into the house after your trip. You know, you're tired. You're thinking about everything that you've just been able to do. You kind of dragged your suitcase in and you get that good night sleep in your bed for the first time, kind of that exhausted sleep. But the next day, maybe the day after, you start unpacking your bag. Have you ever started unpacking your bag and you find little ticket stub after pamphlet, maybe you have a little bookmark from something, perhaps it's a little print from an artist that you picked up in a local shop, you kind of start getting a little pile kind of on the corner of your bed of all of that memorabilia. And I always thought, what do you do with all of that? I definitely have a couple of suggestions to share with you today for not only that memorabilia, but also all of those digital pictures you've just taken. Because what do you do with all of it? There is no way to enjoy it all at one time. Or is there? So here's my first suggestion. Number one, go through that pile of memorabilia and take out a good stack of what you really like. Get rid of the rest, any of the doubles, any of that kind of stuff. The stuff that makes you smile when you look at it. I think about maybe my tickets to the Vatican or perhaps a map of Bruges or maybe a little fan that I got when I was in Japan and it was hot and the hostess gave us a fan Or perhaps maybe it's ticket stubs to a favorite art museum in New York City. Whatever it is, maybe even your subway card that you used, you know, the temporary one. All of those things together create a picture of your trip. Why not frame them? So I print out a couple of pictures from my trip, things that I really like, maybe some food, maybe of us meeting someone, maybe of us in front of something iconic, the Eiffel Tower or the Statue of Liberty, whatever it is that you like to put in place. And I take all of those things, menus, maps, pamphlets, brochures, things that were handed to me on the street, ticket stubs. And those pictures, and I make a collage out of them for that particular trip so that instead of all of those things sitting in a box, they're on my wall and I can enjoy it. Now, as you can imagine, somebody who travels a lot, I have a lot of poster-sized frames all over my house. One may be to Italy, another one might be in Maryland, a third one might be Australia. They're from all over the world, but I have to tell you, I smile 
every time I pass them because they hold all of those great memorabilia items that I didn't get a chance. And I've gotten a little creative over time. And I started putting in things like the disposable headphone that I got at the Vatican for our tour fit inside the frame flat. I've maybe swiped a menu so that I can add it in for one of the great restaurants that we were in in Ireland. I've taken things like mm, maybe a piece of note paper or business card from somebody that I wanted to remember. I can't tell you how many times somebody asked me for a suggestion in a certain place and I just walk up to the picture frame on my wall and say, oh, here they is right here. I have the exact name. I even have their phone number, their local phone number. You never know. So I really enjoy doing that. I call it my little museum because it really is a museum of everything that I've done. After that, I start thinking about how I'm going to handle all of those digital photographs that I've taken. There are a couple of things that you can do. Of course, you're dumping them on Insta and you're dumping them on Facebook. And Facebook, I really like because then they pop up in your memories where I don't know if you necessarily get that on Instagram. So it's something to think about. I also take a picture of that pile of memorabilia because I think that is a great measurement of how much you accomplished when you've been somewhere. You know, that little stack represents everything that you saw and you did and you experienced. So that picture is kind of worth it too. Maybe not to print out, maybe not to put in a book, maybe not to frame but it's a nice memory to see. So I think that's totally worth it. If you're not someone who likes to look at individual pictures, think about dumping them into an app like iMovies. That's the purple app with the star on your iPhone. If you've never opened that, you can literally dump all of your vacation photos into one thing, choose a template and a little bit of background music, and it will play for you. Another thing that you may want to think about is making a travel photo book. Anybody who knows me will call me the Shutterfly Queen. I admit it. I like Shutterfly. There's quite a few companies out there to choose from. Facebook definitely has an option. And there are, I want to say maybe five or six really quality vendors that can do this for you well. Shutterfly seems to be kind of the OG of them all, so I stick with them. For me, I am truly a fan of the 8x8 photo book. I love them, and I like it because it's big enough to look at, but it's small enough to fit in my purse so that if I go out and my friend says, how was your trip? I can bring out that book and they can just page through it pretty quickly. You can get super creative or you can get super fast. Either way, you can totally dump your photos as you go and order your book on the way home, on your flight on the way home. Or you can wait until you get home, have all those photos dumped into your choice of template, and you can then add a little bit as you get there. Maybe if you're in England, you want to add literary quotes from really great, wonderful authors, English authors. Maybe if you're in Ireland, this is what we did. We added song lyrics from very popular Irish songs that we grew up with. When we were in Poland, it was very personal to learn about our heritage, we journaled and we put top 
10 lists and top three lists, all of those things inside there, even recipes from people who taught us how to cook local dishes. We love those kind of things. So we included those in our books. The thing that I like about these digital photo albums is that you can order copy after copy. It's not that old, yucky, sticky paper with the plastic film over it. Here you get to do as much as you want and then order as many as you want so everybody in your traveling party can enjoy those particular memories. Um, don't forget things like sending out one or two of your really most favorite photos to get framed correctly. And think about other ways that you may want to reflect on where you've been. Things like scratch-off maps or those travel jewelry bracelets. All of those kind of things help you become somebody who not only enjoys travel as it's happening, but you enjoy the memories that it gives you and it sparks your imagination on where you're going to go next. Let's check in with Terry and see what we have in Now Boarding. All right, in this episode section of Now Boarding, we are talking about all kinds of travel memory paraphernalia and things that help us really truly remember everything that we are doing. Let's start with our book pick because it's always one of our favorite places to start. Terry, what have you got? I have chosen a book called, now I want to read it so I make sure I get the title exactly correct, All Over the Place. Adventures in Travel, True Love, and Petty Theft by Geraldine DeRuiter. Now, there's two people in this world, people who love to travel and are comfortable doing it, and then there are people who are scared to death. Well, our little Geraldine is the latter, and after she loses her job, she decides to put on her big girl panties, and she's going to start traveling. And it's just a hilarious book of all the things that happen. Lost luggage, language barriers. It's a humorous, enjoyable book. Everyone should read it. I like that. That sounds good. It sounds like it's a hoot and a half. <laughs> a hoot and a half, Jerry. Yeah, speaking of a hoot and a half, and I don't know that this is me, my book pick for this time around is the travel coloring book by lonely planet they have all the cityscapes and i always think about like the people who like that and i think it would be a great gift for someone who is a traveler and likes that kind of therapeutic adult coloring book kind of thing and let me add to that i have a friend who is uncomfortable flying so she takes adult coloring books mm -hmm. And I say that it's not dirty. It's just coloring books for adults. And it helps soothe and relax her. So I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So when we're talking about travel memories, we do have a couple of tips to keep in mind while you are out there and uh, thinking about all the different things that you can do. My biggest one is to create a travel Christmas tree at home. Now, I like the tabletop trees. I don't need you a do. big, huge tree in my house, right? And uh, I love to put 
all of the ornaments that I've collected from my travels on this particular tree. And it kind of makes me feel happy when I'm at home and I'm not traveling. And, you know, it kind of, I add to it every year and you know, it's a you lot of fun. Remember. It makes you remember. Okay. So for me, my thing with um, memories is make sure you're getting something that inspires you. You know, like you said, Christmas ornaments, which I want to say thank you because I started doing that, picking up Christmas ornaments. And also think about what you're going to bring back to people. Fun things, things that pertain to them. You know, um, for example, one of my favorite gifts that I didn't get from you was my glow in the dark Virgin Mary, <laughs> because it's somewhere missing. And I know you thought you looked at that and you said, Terry would love that. I did. You were like, oh. and it meant a lot just knowing that you thought of me to get that. But my one of my favorite gifts you bought me was my Freddie Mercury. He sits at my desk at school. Do you want to explain my Freddie? I actually want to explain the glow of the dark Virgin Mary because I feel let's, horrible about let's this. Travel back to that. Okay. I was in Rome with my mother and we were at the beautiful San Gianni de Laterno, which is, if you've been in Rome, it's one of the major churches that you go visit. And of course, with every church comes a gift shop to the side. And usually there's some very lovely Catholic woman running the shop or a nun or somebody. So I go in there and I'm looking around and my mother is waiting on me yet again in another gift shop. However, I turned the corner and in this dark corner. She was glowing. Of this gift shop. The glow in the dark Virgin Mary. Was waiting for, me. for for us, I bought three. I didn't buy one. I didn't buy two. I bought three because they were so important to me. Well, somehow, some way, my glow in the dark Virgin Marys disappeared. I think I know where they might be, and I will leave names left unnamed. But I'm going to tell you, poor Terry did not get her glow in the dark Virgin Mary. And I just thought, how incredible to think that the Virgin Mary needs to glow in the dark so that if you wake up in the middle of the night, she's, she's right there for you. I just, I thought this is brilliant. And this is why there are people in marketing. This is great. I think, you know, somebody needed her more than me. Perhaps, perhaps. Okay. We digress. We digress. Um, I have an incredible product that I found this year, which has been around for a while. It's called StoryWorth. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. StoryWorth is this company that you contract and each week, either you yourself will get a question about life or your travels. And for a whole year, you get a question emailed to you and you email back a story. And at the end of the year, they take all of your stories and they bind them into a book of memories for you so that you have all of these stories in one spot. And you can add pictures and you can edit it and you can make it look nice, you know, however you want at the end of the year. But it's kind of like um, the story version of Shutterfly, I would say. And I really like that. And what I do think, I might look into it. Um but I do feel like your mother's will probably be like an encyclopedia 
where your dad's could be a short story? I think my dad's is going to be a haiku at the rate that he is going. This is what, okay, I bought, for background, I bought one for each of my parents, okay? This is what I got from my father. The question was lovely. The question was, do you keep in touch with anybody from grade school? You would think it would be an easy question. He literally named three people and then wrote, all the rest are dead underneath it. Like that was it. It was 10 words and it was done. It was like Bob, Jim, and Brian. He all like, the rest are dead. You know what? He's getting to the point. There's let's just cut out the middleman. I'm getting right to the point. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you Irish? You're crazy. You're supposed to have the gift of the gab. It was too funny. Okay, so you ready for my yes. my product here? I like the USA photo travel map because one, sometimes I ride a lot, sometimes I don't, but you know, how easy is it to take a picture and just put it on your map? Take a picture, put it on the map. So you can see where you're going. Take a picture, put it on the map. That was made for me. Yeah. And it's almost like a, a bucket list in a way. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you can do it like quick. So it's not like something that I have to sit and put it all together. Nope. Just, whoop, there it is. Add and go. Add and go. Add, Add and go. go. Okay. Travel binges because no, we are bingers, whether it be on TV shows, books, food, whatever. <laughs> What's your travel binge? I have been watching um, a YouTube vlogger. Their names are Nate and Kara. They have over 1 million subscribers. So I am sure that if you're listening to our show, you've probably run into Nate and Kara somewhere along the line, but they've traveled the world for the past three years. They're doing kind of a series right now. They're back in the States and they're doing kind of like van life. So they're kind of out of their travel stuff. But if you've never run across them, they have great short videos and you can kind of binge quite a few from a specific region or a specific country. They're pretty good. I like them. Now, on that same note, and I feel like a horrible podcaster right now because I can't think of the name of them, but I have a teacher friend and her oldest son, his name is Elliot, him and his wife, they blogged and videoed their travels. And they actually were in India when the lockdown occurred. So they had, they spent all this time but it, it the video the the YouTube videos are great because it takes you all through their all through their travels and I think now they're home they're restoring a boat and they're going to travel on boat. I will next time have the name of the podcast of their their YouTube. Oh, I found it. It's called Show and Joe. We'll link them in our show notes. That's a great idea. But yeah. my travel binge. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it back since I am a school teacher. The Nat Geo kids, are we there yet? I mean, come on, Nat Geo, what can they do wrong? I love this series so much. It is so adorable. It's fast, it's quick, and it gets the point across about one cultural aspect, no matter how you look at it. And I isn't really the like photography always amazing? So amazing. And to think that, you know, this little web series is hosted by kids, mm -hmm. you know, like they were able to get kids to really connect that the, the way they did was super good. I do like that a lot. Okay. I have a, tra a travel tech pro um, tip. I'm going to say that again. 
<laughs> I have a travel tech tip. We can just call that TTT. We could. <laughs> I have a travel. I got it. Okay. So I'm going to wrap up with a travel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it for her. Okay. She has a travel tech tip. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay. I have a travel tech pick. Okay, I'm going to try that again so it doesn't sound like I'm trying so hard. So, Terry, I'm going to wrap up with a travel tech pick. And I have to say that my number one favorite travel memory product is the Shutterfly photo album. I can't get enough of them. No, you can't. They really? <laughs> I'm keeping them in business. I love them so much. You're the Shutterfly queen. I am. Yeah. I dump everything into there and I shove as many pictures as I can. And in some, I write a lot. Mm -hmm. I put a lot of captions in. In others, it's just pictures. You know, it's kind of whatever strikes the mood of the trip. And can I add, and we're probably going to talk, I'm going to talk about this later in our Jackson Hole podcast. Mm. Um, doing that is awesome. What I would do every night, my husband and I, every night, we would upload what pictures we wanted to use for the day into our book. Mm -hmm. And then the last day we submit it. By the time we got home, our book was there. So I didn't have to worry about doing it when I got home and everything was there fresh in my memory in a book. Beautiful. Love it. I do think that that's a very good way to do it. I mean, you can take everything and do it at the end when you get home. Mm -hmm. That's certainly an option. I am an upload as I go person. Mm -hmm. And the best thing is to choose whatever style book you're going to use mm -hmm. before you go. Kind of have it ready for yourself. And then you are ready to upload as you go. Everything's in order. And then you can do one of two things. You could say, I'm ready. This book is good to go. Send it to my house. Or you can wait until you get home, add in captions, descriptions, edit, I, whatever yes, you need to do, itineraries, whatever you want to add into it. I always add a thank you note to my mom at the back of my books. Like we always put something like that in there. So, I mean, you never know what will strike your fancy as you're doing it. I even, for my Ireland book, I put song lyrics. And it was probably over. good maybe to edit because if you've had too much to drink in Ireland and you put something in the book that mm -hmm. probably shouldn't be in the book, you can take that out. Yeah. But this is going to kind of lead to my travel tech is who, what do we do with all those photos that didn't make the cut for the Shutterfly. Exactly. Well, you get yourself one of those digital frames. We like the NYX Play Smart Digital Photo Frame. Get it on Amazon, people. It's on our podcast, too. And it's great. The photos you don't use, but you want to have, you know, they're not the half photo of your husband, but it's a good photo. Load those up in the digital frame. And they're great gifts to give. Yeah, exactly. And I think that um, one of the things that's helpful about that is it makes it a little bit easier to know that you will have all of those photos and you can cut them a little bit more for the book because that's my Achilles heel when it comes to those Shutterfly books. I want them all. Yeah. And this allows me to have them all without them all being in the book. Right. Good picks. And as always, all of the picks that have a product link to them are available in our episode notes.
You know, the travel industry has taken quite a blow from several global issues, including the war in Ukraine, the climb out of the COVID-19 crisis, and inflation that makes it hard for people to get out into the world like they want to. At this point, leading experts are predicting that it's going to take up to three years for the travel industry to bounce back to full force. One way that you can help the travel industry is to like and subscribe to 10 microbloggers. Each time you do, you're telling all those travel industry experts that you are ready to enjoy everything that the world has to offer, and you can start with us. That's right. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and even LinkedIn at Babsha and Yaya. That is B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A-Y-I-A. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at bobsheandyaya at gmail.com with your questions, suggestions, favorite travel tips, products, and travel trends so that we can share your ideas in the future. Bob and Yaya is our home base for everything we love about travel. It's where our blog and show notes live and where we share access to all of our resources, including travel literacy for kids. We always have new posts about all the things we love about travel, including today's topics, as well as feature destinations, travel lifestyle, and stories to make you smile. Didn't get all of that? No worries. Just check out our show notes for all of the ways to stay in touch and links to anything we chatted about in this episode. As always, thanks for joining us for our journey.